Hello and welcome. You are listening to our uh, November episode of the uh, bonus tie-in series of Uncut Gems podcast. And my name's Jakob. And my name's Randy. So, today we are tying in our proceedings to our, um, I think now at this point, incoming double bill of episodes on the main show where we'll be talking about some martial arts films. Uh, martial arts films. One will be the quest, the other one's gonna be the man of Tai Chi. Almost said from Tai Chi, this would make no sense. But anyway, <laughs> so we decided we're going to be uh, talking about uh, Enter the Dragon as a result of this. But before before we start doing this anyway, thanks for... for first of all, thanks very much for supporting our show uh, with your hardened cash. Because, well, you know, if, you, if you're listening through our Patreon, thank you very much. And if you're not... Um, well then it's just a quick heads up in like 10 minutes or so this is gonna this is gonna stop so and you have to go uh go on our patreon and continue there and then that's about it i suppose my mom as well just quickly said like in uh, over the course of this coming month also you, you you may as well expect apart from this episode on enter the dragon there's gonna be another bonus time uh podcast about dead poet society and that's in connection to uh, an episode on toy soldiers that's going to come out later in the month and then of course inland empire is going to f- continue uh our david lynch marathon for november <clears throat> and then we're kind of slowly slowly gearing up to the big finale i suppose because uh in december we're going to be talking about twin peaks season three and that will be the end of it or oh, at least as far as the uh, david lynch marathon is concerned but anyway, we're not talking. We're not here to talk about the uh, Twin Peaks or Kyle MacLachlan yet. Uh, we're here to talk about Bruce Lee. So let's just do it. So let's talk about uh, Enter the Dragon. Do I bother you? Don't waste yourself. What's your style? My style. You can call it the art of fighting without fighting. The art of fighting without fighting? Show me some of it. Later. All right. Don't you think we need more room? Where else? That island on a beach. We can take this boat. It's kind of hard to talk about Enter the Dragon without talking for a, for at least half a second about Bruce Lee. And um, I mean, I have a bit of a history of this guy, uh, even though I was born long after his death. Um, but I, I might as well just mention that this guy, did, you know, Bruce Lee was a bit of an influential figure, both in, in terms of filmmaking and just popularization of martial arts in general. I think he's one of, one of the reasons why young boys flail their arms and legs uh, um, at least when when I was growing up. Now I think that, that this kind of thing will be will have something to do with other people anyway. But then, but Bruce Lee has definitely been an influential figure in popularization of kung fu, karate, and all sorts of other martial arts. And then the movies he made, I think, in the short span of time uh, between I want to say nineteen seventy and nineteen seventy three, or seventy two even. 73, I think this, this will be the cutoff point, um, were clearly the most influential. Although, you know, he was um, 
active in television and film for for a while so i think he was in the green hornet and then he was um i think in kung fu i can't remember now but yeah he's been in in quite a lot of stuff but he's mainly known for i want to say five movies so um he's one like the way of the dragon the big boss game of death uh enter the dragon no hold on in in order let's do it in order the Big Boss, Fist of Fury, The Way of the Dragon, Enter the Dragon, and Game of Death. And by the way, now that I think of it, The Way of the Dragon should have been the film we should, we, we'd be talking about in here because it kind of ties in the best. Um, and why that is, is because the, on the main show, the, the big gimmick of the double build that we're doing is two films directed by actors turned directors in their debuts, um, and also this being about martial arts. Uh and the way of the dragon is a film that Bruce Lee directed, <laughs> so uh, hindsight. But you know, like, but <laughs> but then again, equally, at least um, I don't know about you, Randy, but I I always thought like I want to have a con- I want I want to have like the, the these I want to create these situations where I have an excuse to watch something and then talk about it, because otherwise I don't see a I don't see a possibility in my life where I would I would be I don't know in a podcast situation or in a conversation where I'll, I'll be forced to talk about enter the dragon for 90 minutes at a time. Agreed. So, I think this was a good call. I'm very happy to be talking okay. about enter the dragon. Yeah. So Bruce Lee. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. Yeah. Bruce Lee is a, is a figure as a, I think at this point he's iconic and legendary. And I think, you know, like in terms of his, the, the, this was a, his effectively last film enter the dragon. Um, which was released, I think, in 1973. And he died in, ooh, July 20th, 1973. Yes. And then a film was released in August, 19th of August. So just about shy of a month uh, after after his death. But this is the last completed film. Like, there's another film that he did that he wasn't wasn't fortunate enough to complete because he died, I think, as they were making it. That was The Game of Death. And I think this, you know, like I don't want to, I don't want to prejudge things and press, presage anything, but probably at some point next year we're going to have a have a re, an excuse to to talk about it, but more on that later. So, Enter the Dragon came out in 1973. That was directed by uh, Robert Klaus, and then Robert Klaus is an interesting character in his own right. I think because he was kind of like the sort of action director jobber. I think one of the films that I know he's known for is Jim Carter, and then this is this is like a cult cold classic in some circles i suppose um but like if you look at through his filmography that you won't find you won't find the godfather in there if you know what i mean <laughs> so the, the, he doesn't have the shining under his belt um so i suppose you, you could possibly say that enter the dragon was a well directed by robert klaus and then probably bruce lee had quite a lot of say in how this film came together so um i don't know some people kind of see it as a um so like um, I, I don't know so I, I don't know what, what kind of an effort i want to say colla- i, I want to say collaborative effort between bruce lee and robert klaus and the film also starts like john saxon and jim kelly and a few other people bolo young uh i think it's bolo young mm-hmm. yeah um yeah yeah and a, and a bunch of other people uh and then you know it tells the story of the sort of martial artist who who gets uh hired to uh 
to go to to a tournament in a weird secluded island where where a guy who's suspected of running a prostitution and drug cartel um runs a martial arts tournament tournament every now and again uh, for his own amusement so under the guise of actually participating in this in, in this tournament he's supposed to figure out what he what he's actually doing on this island and then communicate back with i think the british intelligence or whatever so that's more or less the story and then you know the film came together m- more or less as a <clears throat> i think that was the first i think this was the first of collaboration because robert klaus also also directed the game of death um so yeah the film the film came together as a result of a massive success of of his f- previous films like the way of the dragon fist of fury and the big boss um as warner brothers kind of started helping uh, Bruce Lee kind of making these making these films together uh, together with Klaus um, because I think this is I'm not sure if, if it kind of just falls under a bona fide Hong Kong film or is it like a Hollywood film shot in Hong Kong I, I couldn't possibly figure out at this point um, yeah so at some point they 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 wanted Rod Taylor to uh to play one the role that I think went to John Saxon. So there was there was a there there was a little bit of um so tugging and pulling as as far as um as far as casting of this film because one of the big gimmicks of the film was that they really wanted people who knew what they were doing as far as martial arts was concerned. Right. So and uh, I'm pretty sure Rod Taylor did not know how to throw a kick. And at this point I'm not sure John Saxon knew either. <laughs> so I think um, he has a black belt in Kung Fu. Has he now? Because he does not look like it. (laughs) No, but at the same time, everyone everyone's slow motion compared to Bruce Lee. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, because I think Jim Kelly is a karate black belt. Um, I think Bolo Young, uh, yeah, Bolo Young actually. I think in oh even to through the eighties and nineties, he's kind of like a like a staple in 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 a bunch of kind of martial arts films. But you know that a, a lot of people who kind of just show up on the screen, they know what they're doing. Um, oh no! Yeah, John Saxon was a black belt in judo, so and judo. And, and karate. Um, uh, but Jesus Christ, he has he has a roundhouse kick in this film that I actually had, had to take a note of. It's, it's <laughs> just like, I've, does he know what he's doing? <laughs> he looks like he hurt himself. Anyway, um, yeah. So the film was shot in Hong Kong on location, and I think they they did make use quite quite a stunning use of this of the harbor, the shanty towns in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I think it was kind of shot, I want to say either Hong Kong. I, I like to call it the Italian style, so uh, you know, no sound, so everything's kind of just recorded in post. So you kind of have to just adjust your expectations when you watch a film, but spe- specifically, be- not specifically because it's from 1973, but because it's actually recorded and then and then produced in a way that's very much sort of 1960s sort of um, non-Hollywood style. So you have to, you know, bear in mind that none of the sounds have been recorded on set. A lot of a lot of the uh, sort of sounds of punching and falling are st- almost stock sound bites, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm not sure if they're gonna make an appearance on some on, on any of the lists. But it's kind of fun to listen to. Um, yeah, and that's about it, I suppose. And oh yeah, well the music was composed by Lalo Schifrin. That's one. That's one of the things because that's I suppose worth uh worth mentioning and that was a little bit of a uh, let's just say an um an, an unusual choice because this guy 
Lalo Schifrin, or he's an Argentinian musician, and then he was more of a jazz guy as opposed to film guy. So, so his music kind of reflected that. He didn't want to kind of just make a tradition traditional score because he wasn't into traditional music. Um, so he incorporated the sort of funky and uh, f- funky and jazzy sort of tunes into what otherwise would 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 be an a, a more stock film score, which uh, gave the film as a whole a bit of a different vibe and then what kind of vibe I think we're going to get to in a second and then yeah the film and well Enter the Dragon became I think I want to say one of the most successful films of its years it, it made I think three and a half million uh, I think Hong Kongese dollars uh, well, upon its release and it became also very successful overseas and then to a point where I think now it stands as one of the most influential and most important martial arts films of all time and that's kind of why we're here because we're talking about classic films or important films in this series specifically because on our main show we talk about stuff that no one gives a shit about and here we're talking about movies that you should take care of because and and you should good good well have on your radar and then if you want to call yourself a cinephile and then <laughs> as as we're doing it we're also kind of plugging our our blind spots because why not so randy tell me what do you think about enter the dragon what's your history with the film if you have any and then then walk me through walk okay me through well, this 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 was a big week for me because you mentioned blind spots. I have never seen a Bruce Lee film until this week. So You've earlier this week, no, I just got Fist of Fury in, but uh, <laughs> I wanted to try to uh, squeeze another one in this week. So I watched Fist of Fury a few days ago, and then I watched Enter the Dragon, and yeah, it's really fun. Just filling these uh, blind spots with now something that I can associate with, and just a few quick reactions. Firstly, with with Enter the Dragon. Honestly, I feel in some ways it's sort of pedestrian, the things that we're seeing here. You've got some spy stuff and martial arts sequences and some clunky dialogue and familiar tropes. You know, this rich kingpin and fairly standard villainy going on. But if you'd like to listen to this show in its entirety, head over to our Patreon over at patreon.com slash where for three bucks a month, you will get access to this podcast alongside many other bonus recordings of ours, such as tie-ins to our regular show, like this one, themed retrospectives, and marathons. Help us out by subscribing and listen to our conversations over at patreon.com slash uncutgemspod. Uncut Gems Pod.